1: preparing for the most iconic tournament in the world. Wimbledon, after a one-year break, it's almost here. The hallowed grounds of the All-England Club are calling. So who will answer the call? We've got all the answers on TC Live. Right now. And welcome to TC Live on Championship Weekend. From all across Europe, the rains have left London, and we are left with a couple players battling to reign supreme. A lot to get to over the next half hour on our TC Live post-game show. Semi-final Saturday, a little bit of quarterfinal Saturday as well. Novak Djokovic back on grass, and how about Nick Kyrgios looking for a sparring partner? Not necessarily on the tennis court, either. We'll tell you all about it. As we bring you into our studios here in Santa Monica, Steve Weissman, happy to be back alongside the Hall of Famer, Tracy Austin, Grand Slam champion, Paul Anacone.
2: Welcome back. Thank you. I I thought thought you were going to bring some baguettes in or some... We had
1: croissants for breakfast today, but (laughs) (laughs) they were not the same. Uh, A little different. He didn't
3: bring us any. Uh,
1: They would have been stale, Tracy. Okay. Okay. But uh, Paul had plenty of of pan-au-chocolat, so...
2: My daily... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> a bag we, we would exactly. get these, these this bag
2: of breads it was
1: really four pieces of bread every morning
3: every morning yeah sounds like good for the diet I, Put used on, to, I
2: used to go by his room and steal his in the morning so i had extra so you morning. wanted
3: six yeah exactly okay
2: we call it the freshman 15 we call it the paris 15 <laughs> so now we're back in
1: la gotta gotta work it all off uh, and the players today how about having to double up in a couple of matches
2: yeah welcome to grass court season right trace we've been there a few years where you're just sitting and waiting and waiting in the rain and uh, a lot of tennis got done today, though. It's good.
1: Certainly did. All right. We start in Germany, in Berlin, and Victoria Azarenka looking to make her first final at this level on grass in more than a decade. Tracy taking on Ludmila Samsonova, trying to make her first ever WTA final on any surface.
3: Samsonova in the far court, serving for it at five four, and she had a set point before that. How was she going to serve it out? She was nervous. It was flawless. Six four. And then Samsonova, was ranked 106th in the world, a qualifier here. She went from strength to strength and only got better in the second set. Huge first serve, so it really shut she down the great return game of Azarenka. And the power from Samsonova off the ground just pushed wow. Azarenka off that baseline where she likes to stand hit those angles. So, tough day at the office for Azarenka, but full credit to
1: Samsonova. Yeah, into her first WTA final, she's beaten Vondrosova, Kudermatova, keys, now Azarenka. Good stuff for Samsonova. Meantime, Belinda Bencic, 29 winners, converted all four break points into her fourth grass court final, takes out Alize Cornet, So, it's Belinda Bencic who will take on Ludmila Samsonova in the final in Berlin should be a fantastic matchup. You can see it tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Tennis Channel. Benchich won Eastbourne Tracy back in 2015, says she loves to play on this surface.
3: She does so well on this surface. A couple of times she's been in the second week at Wimbledon. She has the perfect game style for it. She has a low center of gravity, hits the ball flat and through the court. She's got really good feel and hands, and that's what you need at the last second to make those adjustments for the bad bounces. Nice contrast in styles because you've got Samsonova, who's all about the weight of shot and heavy, heavy ground strokes, and Benchich, who's neutralizing that power. should be an interesting matchup.
2: Yeah, for Samsonova, she's got a lot of first serves, and we love to watch Benchich because she can take your time away. Miss a lot of first serves, she's going to take the second one and move her around the court. See if there's any nerves tomorrow for Samsonova. None yet so far, right? <laughs> Not
1: yet. Been amazing. Up to 77 in the live rankings. That's a career high. She can break into the top 65 in the world if she raises the trophy in Berlin. Pretty incredible stuff for Samsonova. Well, 100 miles south in Halle, we find the fellas, and we've got a couple of young grass court specialists Felix Sojay Aliassim and Hugo Umber Paul meeting for the third time on this surface. Both these guys have won nearly 70% of the matches on the turf.
2: Yeah, it's been an impressive week for both of these players. OJ the team got off to a good start, broke early, but then went south quickly, lost the first set, was down 3-1 break points in the second, but hung in there, won five games in a row, third set, back and forth, and into the tiebreaker we went. And the Frenchman, look, he has a lot of shots. We've been talking about it all week. Using that lefty serve, sliding it into the body, sliding it wide, and squeaks through the tiebreak. A tough loss for the Canadian, but a lot of talent on that court between those two.
1: Hugo there he has beaten Zverev. Korda, now FAA. He'll have a new career high as well. Who will he meet in the final? Andre Rublev has won 28 of 3,500 level matches since the tour resumed. His only 500-level final loss came to this guy, Nicholas Bastilashvili, but got his revenge.
2: It was big-time tennis. These guys were smashing groundies. Both didn't serve well under 50%, but that man right there did a great job taking care of his second serve. 60% success rate on his second serve. That was a difference.
1: All right, so we got a good final here. Andre Rublev, all he does is win when it comes to this level. The 500s, 4-0 this year in 500-level finals, taking on Ugo Umber, Tracy, who has never lost a final. He is 2-0 when he reaches the championship. You see the head-to-head, 1-0 for Rublev. That one, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific, right here on Tennis Channel. How do you see this matchup going? You know, I actually
3: kind of might go with Umber. I, I think Rublev is, is the favorite there, but I like how Umber has been playing. He's been getting through his matches gritty, the lefty serve has helped him so much. He's got that sliding serve that's going to go against the Rublev, two-handed backhand. Uh, Umber has so much power to hit. He actually is really handy around the net also, Paul. So tough grass court player.
2: I, I like where you're thinking, where you're kind of going to go. I'm going to go with Humbert tomorrow. Because you are. I'm going with Humbert tomorrow because <laughs> he's been good all week. And I think the lefty serve is going to be problematic for Rublev. If Rublev serves a really high percentage, then uh, that could change things. But Umber looks really good this week. The flat two-hander through the court, a lot of fun to watch. But uh, as uh, Mr. Weissman told us, Rublev does pretty well in these 500s, <laughs> doesn't he?
1: He does. He's third in the race to turn right now, but uh, Paul going to go-go with Ugo Umber in the go, final go tomorrow. I, I am like too.
2: All right. Two. You said kind of. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take <laughs> a little a hedge step. there, Trace. <laughs> <laughs> little,
1: little hedge. <laughs> All right. To London we go, and these guys had to double up because of the rains yesterday at Queens Club. Dennis Shapovalov was up a set against Francis Tiafoe. When they stopped play, the conclusion today, Paul.
2: Yeah, it was uh, one set. There's a little slip, slide in the way. The grass is a little damp. Started off in the 50s temperature-wise today. Right here where it's green, that's where you lose your footing, even with uh, sure-footed Francis Tiapo. Luckily, he wasn't hurt. Tiapo did a nice job at the beginning of the third. Really played some good tennis. And right here on his ad comes forward, the pass goes down the line, and that is a break point that slides away. That's a big difference because he lost his serve right after that, and the Canadian got through. But didn't have a big breather, Steve. He had more work to do today.
1: He certainly did. This set was 48 minutes, then he walked off the court, and less than an hour and 20 minutes later, he was right back on that court taking on the Brit, Cam Norrie, and he was fresh as a daisy.
2: Yeah, welcome to grass court tennis. You can have to double up uh, periodically in these early two-out-of-three set tournaments, And this time it was Shapovalov slipping away. That's on set point. Nori is so much fun to watch. Just whatever you give him, he will take. Did a really nice job of playing aggressive tennis. And yes, indeed, that He's is down again. Mr. Shapovalov on his keister on the grass court. It <laughs> what was that slippery. called, Paul? Uh, keister, grass, ass. <laughs> no,
3: that's when you're sore.
2: That's when you're sore. That's not when you slip. But okay. i tell you what, Cam Norrie did a great, great job today. He's had a tremendous year playing wonderful tennis in front of the hometown crowd. Good
1: yeah, stuff, huh? Speaking of guys playing wonderful tennis, hasn't dropped a set yet, is the Italian Matteo Berrettini. Tracy, taking on Alex Stimenor.
3: Yeah, Berrettini in the near court, and he has such a huge game. Big serve. He had eight aces today. Only lost four first service points, and it's this backhand slice. That is nasty. It slides through the court. It sets up the time for him to run around and hit his foreman and get in control of the point. Timonar, we know that he is such an incredible competitor. He is never going to go away. He's going to get a lot of balls back in play, but he just couldn't get The Defenses or handle the offense from Berrettini.
1: He's fired up. The top seed still has his drop to set into the final at the Queens Club. Matteo Berrettini will take on Cam Norrie. Interesting matchup, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Tennis Channel. Championship Sunday. First meeting between these
2: two. Paul, who gets the edge? Well, I'm going to kind of maybe kind of. I'm going with
3: Berrettini. uh, Oh, okay. I'm going to go.
2: I'm going to have a little caveat here. Okay. okay, if Berrettini serves less than sixty percent first serves, he loses.
1: Okay, and uh, above sixty percent, he
2: wins. Yeah,
3: I'm going with Berrettini. Look no no at what, he there can you serve zero percent. There you go. You put a stake right. in the ground. And yeah, I right. think he has been playing so well, he is serving he is. so big. So it's it's basically power against precision. I mean, Cam Norrie, such short takebacks, backswings, but he's so accurate. He's almost like he's playing that pong game. He just (laughs) hits to the corners, hits where they ain't, hits it down low. And how exciting for a Brit to get to the finals.
2: It's great great stuff. And Berrettini's a nightmare on the grass because he has the huge power that we know about, right, the forehand and the serve. But the slice is nasty on the grass. He keeps it low, keeps it out of the strike zone. And I was teasing you, Tracy. All you two-handers love the ball right in the strike zone. But this slice, look at it, goes deep, low for Demonar. Then he uses the big inside-in forehand, dictates with the power here. And when he has to use some variation, the backhand is just nasty on the grass, keeps it out of where you can hit it. And it's really not a lot of fun. This guy's going to be someone to watch on the grass during Wimbledon, too. Don't forget about him. He has a high first serve percentage, hits his forehand big. No one wants to play him.
3: Yeah, I mean, the slice is an underrated shot on grass because it's, it really skids through the surface. As you said, that short one that Roger used to use against Roddick, that's short and you have to come in with kind of fish it out, and then all of a sudden you're in the midcourt in the transition area and you're in trouble.
2: If you and I played, I'd be using that again. I you. know, I
3: and know. And you
2: just laugh and come in and hit a little flick angle winner <laughs> or something. I'll well, hit you're... the back
3: end down the yeah, okay. line, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: That, and, and we'll
1: leave it at I that. I tried. I tried. What can I say? Tracy always mixed wins. Together I know. <laughs> Going for sure, Barrettini. Uh, we've got more action on the way from the grass courts in Birmingham. They would have to double up as well. Could Daria Kazakina come through? Would a Brit make the final and Heather Watson, all the highlights straight ahead. You're watching TC Live. Tracy, Paul, Steve, back on TC Live, the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, bringing you brand new episodes, your favorite shows every week. And what do we have this week? Oh, we got Paul Anacone joining wow. our guy Money Mitch on the Inside how'd In get, podcast. How'd you
2: get him? You must have paid a huge fee to get that guy
3: honestly. At least <laughs> Two one pan of chocolate. <laughs> and Mitch does a great job, by the way. Kudos to Mitch.
1: Yep. Yep. Mitch is the man. Kamau Murray, he, he leads the Tennis.com podcast. He's got New York Times Tom, the Ben Rothenberg on the show this week. So, so have you been on Inside In yet?
3: Who's
1: with, with Money Mitch?
3: With Money Mitch, yes. Yeah, I, you've did been not, on that I one. could not what remember. What did you get paid? I don't got tell, paid. Don't a, give up a, your fees. A, a, <laughs> a I go donut and a
2: half. <laughs> I go two croissants.
1: A like donut
3: and a half. I'm
2: good.
1: And what, and what are we going to listen to on the, on the podcast this week?
2: It's kind of top secret. <laughs>
1: I think it's live right now. Oh, is it? Yeah, you then can you go to, to tennis.com and check it have, out. Yeah,
2: Just listen. You'll like it. It's enjoyable.
3: He's getting all his podcasts mixed up.
2: Very, very confusing day for me. <laughs> we'll be talking about Birmingham on the TC Live podcast because you
1: can catch us on that after the show. And they would have to double up in Great Britain. How about Heather Watson? First Brit since 1992 to reach the semifinals in Birmingham. Would have to get past... Donna Vekic, and did that fairly easily. Her serve was on fire. Won 92% of the points on first serve.
2: Yep, 30 of 32 first serve points. Saved all four of her break points and played that good ground stroke game that she can play. When she gets up on the baseline, Tracy, does a nice job hitting the ball through the court. I wonder if she would get a little nervous today playing in her home country, a little bit more pressure. But, boy, she was sharp. Everyone's happy and uh, a very good day for Heather Watson.
1: First so yeah, time playing Birmingham.
3: First In. time past the third round. Oh, okay.
1: That's good stuff. This is good stuff from all Jabur Against Anastasia Podopova. No issues. Four and love. 11 aces, Tracy.
3: Yeah, all one-way traffic. jabur when she get, is well, on, awkward, she huh? is so talented.
1: Awkwardly amazing. Yeah, <laughs>
3: great slice. Huge forehand. Tremendous athlete.
1: That's a great embrace at the net there. Potipova, like I, I know you, I only won four games, but do well in the semifinals. Explain
2: this match to me, Tracy.
3: This is Coco Vandeweghe against Boscova.
2: Strange attitude today, though, huh?
3: No, but this was the one that she won. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. So okay. she, this was on an outside court because they rained out yesterday. They had to play the quarters first, and Coco Vandeweghe played very well. Coco was in the quarterfinals of Wimbledon a couple of times, so knows her way around a grass court with a big serve huge forehand the slice backhand and coco has been out for about two and a half years with injuries three four different injuries and covid so it's terrific to see coco starting to play nice so well to
2: play on
1: grass so much power first wta semifinal in three years for coco that's great stuff daria Kasatkina. she's also had a resurgence this year taking on teresa Martínsova. A three-setter, but Tracy, this was a bagel in the third.
3: It was, and Casacchina really looked so comfortable as so the match the wore on. With big for forehand, so, such craft, court craft. So many different shots that she can hit. And this is the quarters, but now we still got another match to play.
1: Yeah, time for the semis. Time for more Zuber. Against Heather Watson, yeah, and for Angélique, I'm talking about awkwardly great on this. These this are WTA final. Now she's into on grass.
3: Yeah, and she would be very tough to play because of the the slice. She moves extremely well, can finish points off at the net. She's really a, an excellent all court player, and I can, can see her continuing to have fantastic. Scores. All right. Now,
2: like I said before, because I was so excited <laughs> to hear your response. What was going on with Coco? She looked strange on the court today.
3: Well, she started out very strong first four games, but lost that first set. And then just kind of disappeared emotionally. Her spirit was broken, which I was disappointed in because she has been gone from the game for so long. you think she'd lose every second out there to compete hard. She won three more games and made it close. But Kazakina was just too solid and too sturdy today.
1: Earlier, Tracy, we were talking about contrast in styles. These two, it's variety (laughs) against variety.
3: You know, and oftentimes we complain about everybody playing the same way and there's not enough court craft. Well, we've got two young ladies who use all the spins, power, parts of the game, length and short and hit soft and hit hard. You know, you're never going to get a rhythm against them, and it, they're both fun to watch. So they're
2: both going to steal each other's rhythm. Who, who do you like in that one?
3: I am going to go with Kazakina.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning that way, too. She's so much fun to watch, and she's having a good... Nice to see her starting to play well again.
3: Two titles this year.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going with Jabir.
3: Okay. Uh, you're such
2: a contrarian. <laughs>
3: well, she, you know,
1: she really wanted that first title in Charleston, couldn't get it done there. I mean, she's been talking about, like, these are my goals, I want to win trophies. No more quarterfinals. No more semifinals. Titles. I like good good it. Debater. I like, I like this. it.
3: I like that effort
1: there. You, you, now. You're on my team. Yeah. No. Just, b- no. just, b- <laughs> no. just because of
3: the past. <laughs> but I just still like it. All
1: right. A lot more still to get to here on TC Live. Uh, how about Novak Djokovic on the grass? He's hanging out in Rafa Nadal's backyard. He's playing doubles with a Hall of Famer. What's going on? Austin anacone Weissman back on TC Live. You win Roland Garros. What do you do? You head to the Spanish Islands. Some work, some play for Novak Djokovic. Uh, they're opening up the Majorca Country Club. You got Djokovic, Goran Ivanisevic taking on Feliciano Lopez and our good friend Tommy Haas. A lot of talent on
2: that field. A lot of talent, Steve. Nice chess but They got grind brothers there. They got to get some tutoring from Mike. They Park. do.
1: They do. Djokovic talking about open up this new club.
2: It's the first time in Mallorca and uh, I'm already having a wonderful time with my family. Um, We did not plan to play together tonight, uh, but life arranged, I guess, for us to be on the court together with my brother. It's amazing. And, uh, yeah, I'm having a fantastic time. I want to thank uh, Tony, Tony. and everybody who is uh, part of this organization for making our stay very special. I'm already enjoying my time. It's only third day. Hopefully I can have another great week of tennis and uh, a lot of uh, good moments. Thank you very much. Thank you. So
1: Novak Djokovic, in preparing for the championships, Wimbledon, he's going to be playing doubles in Majorca, no singles. What do you think of that preparation heading into this Grand Slam?
3: Well, he knows what he's doing. He's he's done a great job with his scheduling. And this year, obviously, it's back to being compressed. Just two weeks between the French Open and Wimbledon. Obviously, had the, the tough uh, final against Tsitsipas. So physical, mental. We forget that part sometimes. So he needed this week to kind of relax. And then not going to play singles the week before a major. So I think doubles, going there and playing some doubles, getting some match play, getting some practice on the grass is is perfect for this compressed schedule that everybody has to deal with.
2: Yeah, I think for the older players that have been there, especially the older players that have been so successful like Novak, I don't really question how they prepare Uh, Just because they've done it so many times, their confidence isn't dented as easily, um, especially coming off of Roland Gauss is really not going to be dented for him. He doesn't need a ton of matches, and and he really needs to uh, refresh and just get ready to go. So I think it's fine. Gets work on their serve, work on the return, the movement on the grass a little bit this week. The rest is far more important for him.
1: He's the defending champion at Wimbledon because we didn't have it in 2020, and he's going for number 20, Tracy. Wow. Interesting
3: year, Steve. Interesting year. Fed and Rafa have 20. I mean, when you think about that in history, in macro, how important (laughs) that Rafa match was in the semifinals. And if Rafa could have won his 14th, he would have possibly gotten, or he would have gotten 21, and Djokovic would have been stuck At 18.
2: Stuck Stuck at that horrible number. Paused at 18. That horrible number of 18.
1: It's crazy (laughs) to think about what's going on. Uh, By the way, Mallorca, Rafa's hometown, Rafa wasn't there, but as we enter the social net, Rafa is getting honored. The Royal Spanish Tennis Federation declared Nadal's birthday, June 3rd, a national holiday. Tracy, how about that?
3: I think it's well deserved. You know, I think it's. The Queen's birthday, they celebrate that big time in England. Well, this is the king, the king in Spain, the king of clay. What do you think, Paul? Absolutely.
2: Very well-deserved. I think it's really fitting. And the thing is that everyone has to run around with that kind of intensity all day. <laughs> I mean, that's the other part. That's the other caveat to that day.
1: I got, that's going to be like running in the bulls. Like, i got to go to Spain for that. Uh, check this out. It's uh, Leonardo Ugolini. Uh, is able to make center court Wimbledon out of sand. This is pretty cool, Tracy.
3: Wow, that's incredible. We see these sand sculptures sometimes at the beach, but I haven't ha- actually seen them being made. That is fantastic. That's oh. some
2: serious skills, huh?
1: Yeah, I love how they speed it up there. <laughs> you, you are more, more of a fan of the ice sculpture or the sand sculpture? Which lasts longer? <sighs>
3: Well, the sand sculpture, the ice is going to melt, right?
2: What if it gets the windy? The ocean could take What if it gets windy, though? Then what happens to
1: the Such sand? Such a contrarian
3: There you
2: are. go. <laughs> Look what they did there. They opened the roof.
3: Oh, that's impossible. <laughs> it happened. These artists are just phenomenal.
1: That's so good. Leonardo, he's got the name, right? Gets it done. <laughs> uh, Nick Kyrgios, he's done well at Wimbledon before. He is looking for a sparring partner, a boxing match. We haven't seen Nick play tennis since the Australian Open. He says, which tennis player, boxing match, let's go. So he got some responses. First, Sasha Bain and Tracy, we have seen him in the gym. So we know (laughs) Sasha, you know, he's got the guns. What do you make of Sasha versus Nick?
3: think i really want to see a box <laughs> between no? these guys no i want to see nick back on the court me too you know? i'm sure he's
2: got some fast hands though yeah okay. you know okay. curious how
1: tennis Sangrin? maybe
3: tyson will give him a, a couple of lessons you know tyson's daughter's pretty good tennis milan fan. yes
1: she's fantastic uh, Ilya marchenko and tennis sangren said they, they'd like a piece of nick
3: okay for 20 million he says 20 easy. million yeah You
2: see okay Maybe some good charity possibilities, some good film. I
1: mean, for how long? 30,
3: 40 minutes, and you can withstand all of those hits for twenty million? Mm. Would you do that, Paul? Uh, no. No? Twenty Depends million
1: just th- for five who's minutes? Who's swinging with,
2: at? Kyrios. Kyrios. Oh yeah, because I would butter him up and make sure he didn't hurt me, and then I'd be fine.
3: Okay.
1: Marchenko <laughs> and, and Sangrim, by the way, one and zero against Nick Kyrios. Both matches, Kyrios retired. No mas. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, see what you did there. You who know. was that
3: who said no Moss? In, in Roberto Duran. Roberto Duran. That's who it was. Yep. I knew it was. Wow. Couldn't remember I who it was. I surprised
1: myself knowing this. <laughs> but thank you for teeing me up on that out of nowhere. <laughs> All right. We got a lot more to get to here on TC Live. the The match continues. The boxing match here. Tracy against Paul. But they're going to be playing mixed doubles at the end of the day. Hey, welcome back to TC Live Championship Sunday. Coming your way on center court, bright and early, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We've got the four finals plus early round coverage from Mallorca and Bad Homburg. That is on TC Plus, where you can watch everything all the time. So of these four matchups, Tracy, which one are you most looking forward to?
3: I am going with Kazakhina and Jabour because Kazakina I just love the way that they play. I mean, they're such shot makers. They're so creative on court. You're not seeing the same shot all the time. There's so much variety. And by the way, I looked it up. Kazakina 2-0 head-to-head on Jabur, mm-hmm. both for three sets. So it should get interesting.
2: Love it. Paul? I got to go Cam Nori and Berrettini. Power versus precision. Did you I th- Did you coin that phrase? I think Tracy <laughs> may have said that, power versus precision. I like that.
1: Carmine a little bit of both, though. He's the hammer, but he's also got
2: yeah the, slice, the sword, the slice, the variety. But you, the you...
3: hammer sets everything. Yeah. the tone.
2: Put on your chest protector when you play him.
1: <laughs> Time for our hot shot of the day. Speaking of the sword, check out Coco Vandaway breaking out the slice of the day.
2: Oh my goodness. Oh,
1: That was not the point we were going for for hot shot of the day. But, Tracy, you called it, and and it was the slice backhand. Nice and low? That Kazakina couldn't get to.
3: No, and I actually don't think that Coco used that backhand slice Mm. enough. She was really struggling with her two-hander, clipping the net frequently, too many unforced airs, And that's where she can think about not just using her power, but dirtying it up with that slice. Because who likes that slice, chip, and then all of a sudden Coco, at six feet tall, she's up at the net.
2: Only your deli manager who slices the roast beef likes that play. That's shaved, that's, shaved that's, beef. That's it. You want it falling apart, right? Exactly. Yeah. It just melts in your mouth. Like the little slow salami slice on the grass, trace just skids away from you. You I had, had that.
3: Cone. The anacone chip in charge.
2: Got to play with the clubs you got. Power, precision, Paul, and pastrami.
1: Say that nice, ten times. In a row. Nice. <laughs> Another fun day of TC Live Championship Sunday gets underway 6 a.m. Eastern for Paul Anacone, Tracy Austin, our entire amazing Tennis Channel team. I'm Steve Weisman. Thanks for joining us on TC Live.